and welcome to episode number two of the Claire O'Sullivan podcast. I want to start by saying a massive thank you to anyone who liked, who shared, who subscribed, or even who gave me a review for episode number one. I appreciate it so much. Thank you for helping me to spread some good information out there in the health and fitness industry. Um, Please continue to share the love. Um, I appreciate it so much. So today I am coming to you with episode number two of the podcast, and I'm going to be talking all about the hot topic of weight loss. And I've broken this down into three different areas today. So we're going to be talking about the what, the why, and the how of weight loss. Um, Hopefully you gain something from this. And if you have any questions, please shoot me a message over on Instagram um, because I love chatting all things health and fitness. And um, I love connecting with people who are like-minded and interested in these areas. Um, So please don't ever hesitate to reach out to me. Um, So just to get into things, weight loss, the what, what is it? So today, um, the term weight loss is pretty much synonymous with fat loss, um, even though they are different. So our body weight is everything. It is the body fat that's that we have. It is the muscle. It is our bones. It is the water content of our bodies. Um, our body weight is pretty much our relationship with gravity. Our body fat is different. Um, so that's the amount of body fat that is actually like in our bodies. Um, So that's going to be a percentage of our body weight. Um, But we don't really distinguish the two day to day um, when we're commonly like chatting to people. So I think for the purposes of today, um, body weight and body fat, they're they're going to be used interchangeably. Um, So what is um, what is weight loss, aka fat loss? What is it? Um, it's when we reduce the amount of body fat on our bodies. Um, we can reduce our body weight by, let's say, losing muscle. Um, so just to know that the the, the terms are different. Um, but we'll say weight loss or fat loss. We'll say to be more specific, is when we reduce the amount of fat on our bodies, the amount of body fat that we're carrying around day to day. Um, And I suppose um, there is a lot of stigma out there around this. Um, Today, there is the movement of, okay, we can be healthy at any size. And I suppose that movement was created to kind of reduce the stigma um, around maybe carrying an extra bit of body fat. Um, But I suppose that movement of health at any size, it's just maybe a more inclusive way of looking at things. And I suppose it's just really highlighting that our body fat levels, that's only one measure of health. It's certainly not the whole picture. Um, And I suppose it's to open that conversation so that we know that like how healthy we are as people doesn't just come down to our levels of body fat, for sure. There is so much more to be looking at. And I suppose in society, there is a lot of stigma out there nowadays about being overweight about carrying an extra bit of body fat but we do actually know that you can carry a certain amount of body fat and be perfectly healthy um and it like 
how healthy we are involves a lot more than our levels of body fat. So you're going to be thinking about, okay, how physically active are we? How's our mental health? How's our social health? How's our financial health? Um, there's so much else to think about besides that one term. But I think in society today, a lot of people will associate health with body fat levels, um, which is maybe looking at things with a very narrow focus. Um, and on the one side, you've got health at any size, maybe making it okay to have different levels of body fat. And then on the other side, you have this massive diet culture where um, certain parts of society are telling us that we need to be maybe smaller and smaller. We need to be dieting and that you should be aiming for this certain ideal of, um, of a, a certain body image or a certain level of body fat, um, which can also be quite damaging and is something that is so so prevalent out there nowadays so I suppose that kind of tells us a little bit more about the what of um the what of weight loss of fat loss of body weight um of body fat percentage um but if we are to think about like a little bit more of the why like why do people want to lose body fat um, why is that such a thing nowadays and I suppose um, there is a positive side to it and there is a negative side to it um, so I suppose weight loss aka fat loss um, it becomes negative um, when people are wanting to lose body fat because they're feeling social pressure, maybe because they've seen certain role models on Instagram look a certain way and feel like they need to look that way as well. Um, maybe some people, it can be negative because they want to lose body fat because they already have a negative relationship with themselves or they can't accept themselves at a certain, like at a certain body fat level. Um, and I suppose it can certainly become um it can certainly become an unhealthy thing if it if it becomes that bit obsessive and develops into an eating disorder. And often we see that happen if I suppose someone is losing control, maybe in other parts of their life and food and their body weight is something that gives them that sense of control that it can almost lead to an obsession then. So there is certainly negative elements to people wanting to lose body fat or lose weight. Um, and I suppose there's definitely positive elements as well to people wanting to lose body fat. Um, I suppose like we do know that having increased body fat levels, um, especially when it gets into the realms of obesity, is has negative implications for our health, can lead to cardiovascular diseases, can lead to stroke, can um, lead to type 2 diabetes, um, can be associated with sleep apnea, can be associated with different metabolic disorders. So we know that once body fat levels get to a certain point, um, certainly into that obesity category, that they are quite they can be quite damaging to our health and they put us at a higher risk of a lot of different diseases. Um, so I suppose when someone wants to lose body fat to improve their health, it can be a really positive thing. Um, I suppose when someone wants to lose body fat to increase their physical fitness, to make it maybe easier for them to get around, it can be a very positive thing. Um, when people want to do it to increase to improve their sports performance. It can be 
it can be a positive thing in that sense that if they are at a more optimal body fat percentage for performing at their given sport, it can improve their physical performance then. And I suppose when people are doing it to add to life, to become more confident in themselves and maybe in their clothes and in their performance and in their ability, it can be a very positive thing. And I suppose in the industry that I work in, um, where I'm working as an online coach, um, as a certified nutritionist and personal trainer um, with a background in physiotherapy, a lot of people reach out to me because um, they want to get healthier, they want to get fitter, um, they want to feel more able, and they want to feel more confident in their bodies because they feel like carrying that extra bit of body fat um, is holding them back and is maybe meaning that they don't feel so good in their clothes, that they don't feel so confident trying on different outfits, that they feel like often maybe they've let themselves go from the standards that they would have had previously. And often losing that bit of weight can make people feel a lot more confident in themselves again, in their abilities, in their performance. Um, and I suppose the things that come alongside that, often it is the things that people do, the habits that they create, the lifestyles that they create for themselves to allow for them to drop off that extra bit of body fat that adds so much to their life as well. Because I suppose when people undertake a weight loss journey or a health journey, they often increase their physical activity levels, which is always pretty much always a positive thing. Um, they start to eat better. They start to nourish their bodies better. They cut out a lot of junk food. Um, they look at their habits around sleep. They look at their habits around their water intake. They look at um, what kind of things they can do to improve their quality of lives. And a lot, a lot of the time that goes hand in hand with losing with losing body fat. Um, so I suppose it can just lead that it can just mean that people end up feeling a lot better in themselves, a lot more energetic, their mood lifts, their sleep improves because they're doing all the things that allowed that allow them to lose body fat, but also these things on their own as standalone interventions without contributing to fat loss could massively improve the quality of someone's life. Um, so I suppose the thing is, we have these two different camps. We have health at every size, health at any size, and we have this massive diet culture. Um, there's both positive and negative sides of both. We have the positive reasons people want to lose body fat, and we have maybe the negative reasons that people want to lose body fat. Um, but I suppose if we are to think about now the how, how do people lose body fat? And there is billion dollar industries created on this on the how behind fat loss and there are so many methods out there like countless methods of fat loss countless diets out there um we've got paleo we've got keto we've got juice diets we've got detox diets we've got low carb we've got low fat we've got atkins we've got your diet clubs like slimming worlds like weight watchers like unislim we've got a lot of things out there that it can be such a minefield for people when people decide that maybe they want to get in better shape they want to lose a bit of body fat 
it can be so confusing as to where to turn to. But the, the important thing for people to know, I suppose, is that all of these diets, they all work. Um, and the reason why they all work is because they're all based off the same underlying principle of how we can actually lose body fat. And that comes down to the principle of energy balance, which means that if we consume less calories than we burn day to day over a consistent period of time, we will lose body fat. Um, if we consume the same amount of calories as we burn, we will maintain our current body fat levels. If we consume more calories than we burn, we will gain body fat over time if we're consistently consuming more calories. Um, so all of the diets out there, whether it be a juice diet or whether it be low carb or whether it be low fat, if they lead to reducing levels of body fat, it's because they've allowed you to create a calorie deficit. Um, and I suppose it's just, there's a lot of different fancy ways out there of packaging up a calorie deficit. Um, whether we say there's good foods and bad foods, whether we say you have to go low carb or you have to go low fat. If you lose body fat, it's because you're consuming less calories than you're burning over a consistent period of time. And I suppose the beauty about that is that the science behind it is actually quite simple. It becomes very complicated because we're complicated beings. We can't always consistently stick to a calorie deficit. We want to be able to enjoy meals out. We want to be able to enjoy drinks out. We've built up maybe lots of bad habits over the time. Um, and I suppose what I see is that when people try and undertake a very restrictive approach to reducing their calories, um, it's often not sustainable. And then people maybe think a diet doesn't work. But really, it's because they haven't been able to sustain that calorie deficit is why it won't work over the longer term. Every diet will work for as long as you are able to sustain that calorie deficit to lose off the amount of body fat that you want. Um, so I think that should be something that's very empowering for people and should mean that, OK, you don't have to keep looking for the next spectrum best thing and the next best thing you don't have to keep spending lots of money on different detox diets or different shakes you really need to find a way that's going to allow you to set up a calorie deficit consistently to lose off that body fat and I suppose what I see from practice for a lot of people it's often the more unrestrictive approach that works best for most most people over time and the thing is, as well, that those really restrictive approaches, um, they tend to be very finite in the sense that, OK, you're not going to be able to sustain that for very long. What do you do after? If you are able to maintain one of those diets for a period of time to, to lose off that bit of weight, um, but then you just go back to your old habits and routines that meant that you gained the weight in the first place then that weight is just going to creep back on. Um, however, if you can take a more realistic, sustainable approach to things while you're dieting and then have someone support you coming out of that dieting period where, OK, you're continuing those good habits and those good routines, maybe increasing your calories so that you can then maintain that weight, it tends to be a lot more successful for people. 
So I am going to leave it there for today, guys. I hope you've gained an insight into weight loss, um, synonymous with fat loss. I hope you can have a good understanding now of the what, the why, and the how behind it. I will be going into these topics in more detail down the line, but I want to say a massive thank you for listening to episode number two of the Clara Sullivan podcast. Cannot wait to chat to you all in episode number three.